Ja! Demi, what was that? 12 seconds. Uh, 12-6? Yes, that's the longest time we've ever done it. Thank you so much, Demi, for taking that. Demi's actually stepped in and she took my plate. You'll not see Demi on this today. Uh, she stepped in. To, uh, my boy couldn't come today. I couldn't get him picked up in time so much. She stepped in as a wee replacement. But Demi's also got a job here today. And we'll talk about that during uh, today's episode. Now, today's episode, I'm going to welcome two guys that I've been talking to through either one's from Men Matter Scotland and the other one is from just TikTok and social media. Uh, today we welcome we welcome Oddball, uh, who is a rapper in Scotland, Glasgow, and he's got lots and lots to say and he's got a good story to tell me today. And we've also got Five Star. Five Star is an illegal graffiti artist in Glasgow. I've actually had Five Star on uh, Green Sunrise before. He's, he was on with Rada and the audio version of uh, Green Sunrise podcast. So I'm glad to get uh, Five Star here today. You won't see much of him, but he is here today, and it's going to be it's going to be a good show today. So welcome, uh, you two guys. How how are you feeling? Starting with you, Oddball. I'm breathing, mate, so I'm not complaining, no. Excellent, man. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> Thank goodness you're breathing, mate, because we need you for this <laughs> for the next door anyway, uh, and. Hey, what about you? Five star, what's happening? Uh, nothing's happening. No, nothing much has been happening, but I, I'm going to get started and Aye, start talking. Get started on this. Yeah. Thank again, mate. And thank you for, again, it was like a last minute, but you were always there. You've always been, you've been talking for a wee while, haven't you? Let's get you in. We'll do the visual stuff and we'll do the, obviously, the green room stuff. And then, obviously, you've got a wee connection as well because you, you, <laughs> you love this boy sitting across for you. You love his stuff as well. And we're going to talk a lot about that today. <laughs> Uh, but let's let's kick off with the f the first question or the first scenario and what we've got for you, mate. Now, rapper, right. Glasgow, right? But you've had a few things happen to you uh, when you were younger. Can I kick it off with, when you were eleven years of age, right? Yeah. You were you had a an incident or an accident uh, with a bus. Right. Now, this because I went either way, mate. And it's, it's a bit it's a big part of your story as well. But tell me what happened that day. I was on my way to school, mate. <laughs> uh, I was on my way to school with my big bra. We were coming for Tory Glen, uh, Prospect Hill Circus. And we got off the 75. And we were crossing for McDonald's towards Pizza Hut. And I pushed them in a puddle on, on our way across the road. I seen the bus and I was like, there's a bus, we can't miss it or we've got to be late for school. And the next thing I know, I'm staring up at the sky and, uh, well, not the sky, I was staring up at the roof of an ambulance. And wow. I turned around and I see my big bra sitting beside me and I asked him if he was all right. And then the next thing I remember, I was at York Hill uh, and they were telling me in the ambulance and stuff and all that I was need to move my neck, I was need to sit up. Uh, I had to just lie there with a neck brace on because cause it was cause of the, the type of impact that it was. Uh, if I moved in any sudden ways, I could uh, I could uh, probably broke my spine. But aye, I'm here and I'm all right. I came away from it with two scars and a broke nose. Wow, man. Like, so, aye. Wow, man. So that is, that's your kind of... 
obviously me and you spoke today and we met today didn't we on the way up and we kind of spoke about your, your early memories Aye. as well but would you say that, that was the biggest point that happened to you when you were younger growing up uh, to be honest <laughs> to be honest I, I don't see it as being a big thing I, I don't actually remember the the impact uh, I don't remember I don't remember what happened just after the impact uh, but my big brother does my big brother mm. uh, it's kind of seared in, in his mind uh, right but I mean all, all I remember is getting halfway across the road and then the lights went out like so to me it's no I don't look at it as being traumatic because I can't I can't remember ah, you so remember. I mean I spoke to my doctor about hypnotism about it uh, to try and see if I could bring memories back about yep. it and she told me that I should leave that I should leave it alone I should Aye, leave it where it is Yep. Because it would put me back into the body of me when I was 11. And the the, 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 tr the trauma would kick off again, wouldn't it? And it would be... I, well, I, I can't remember it. So yeah. it would have been like my first... Yep. It would have been my first memory to it actually being clear in my head. Yep. But she said to me to leave it because uh, try to remember stuff like that, when your brain cuts it out, it can cause some serious complications. Yeah. So well, I, I was told to... I was told to leave that alone. So yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's a traumatic event, right? That's happened to you. So after you would say eleven, right? Did you have a, a support network going up? Did you have to do any uh, from some from the doctors? Did you have to learn how to walk and all that kind of no, stuff? Or was it no, that? I mean, I mean, literally, I had I had a scar there, I had a scar there, and I had a broke cartilage in my nose. Right, and that was it, man. I mean, I was I got hot. Only Wednesday, the seventh, uh, March. Four days later was my twelfth birthday. Right, that's and then right. by the next, by the next week gone, I was back in school. Wow! So we, it was just, it was just a case. Of, I it was a quick event, but at the same time, it's a, it's a traumatic event, man. So, so your brother, you're saying your brother obviously took a wee bit of time will, to deal with that. I, to be honest, it's it's quite uh, for him. It's a really. It's a really hang my memory. Of course. Uh, he thought I was dead. He like. Wait, so I'd, can I ask what age was your brother at this time? He's twelve. Right, so you're all close together in age, right? Aye, uh, he's a year and a wee bit older than me, but I mean, it's one of the things that kind of it's it's stuck. Aye, uh, of course. Him, no, but yeah, man. Uh, if it wasn't for him being with me, then I don't know what would have happened. Because he he got a phone, gave to him by a woman that worked in the McDonald's just in face back savers. Uh, and uh, she she basically sat and tried to keep him right. calm. Uh, I mean, this is all stuff that was filled in to yep. me because honestly, man, it's... Uh, you wouldn't remember it, aye? No, it's a, it's a blank. No? Aye. So, well, aye. It's, it's, a, it's obviously a massive event. So let's go to, let's let's fast forward to when you're 18, right? Right. Uh, you've been, you've, this is when you start to uh, get anti, no, say, antidepressants. Did you start taking antidepressants at 18? Uh, was it a build up from that story? Uh, well, I mean, I was working and... 
I was on my horns and knees in KFC, like cleaning the bin while people were still putting stuff in the bins, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and obviously they kind of, one of the shift runners had came out and was like, like are you all right? Like, you're no, you're no acting like yourself. And because it's obviously like, you're not meant to clean the bins while there's still people putting stuff in the bin you know i was literally like while they were putting their trays and wiping the, the food into oh, yeah. the tray i had the door back opening i was on my hands and knees right scrubbing so uh they sent me to they sent me back to the the job center and asked them to refer me to to see my gp i went to see my gp and then they gave me a referral to 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 specialists, uh, a psychiatrist in Castlemilk. Right. And uh, so this is so obviously you've you've been working for, for KFC. I, right. I was working I was working for KFC and I they just kinda I don't know. I felt like it was I felt a bit hang me with it, right? Because they were like, Oh well you you're kinda different than that and it's like, well, I'm I'm here every day doing my job. No, mm -hmm. I was I was doing the work and I felt kind of felt kind of slighted by what they said right because I felt like they were trying to tell me there was something wrong with me right and when I went to the doctor and that like when well when I was talking to the guy in the job centre he was like I can see that there's I can see that there's something no right here mm -hmm. you know and I, it's why they ones it's like well what do you mean you Aye. know like how can how can you see that there's something no right with me when it's our first time meeting can I Aye. and so they sent me to the doctor the GP sent me to the Stuart Centre and then for there I dealt with psychiatrists well I two different psychiatrists a psychologist a CPN and after after a while a day in that I ended up in a hospital and then I had the consultant that I had to deal with and he, he was he was a nice guy kind of avoided me sometimes and i man it's just a pure so it's just it's it's a it's a blur but at the same same time it's it's something that you're having to deal with ah so, so some of it's clear to me and some of it is sometimes i get like i get things mixed up like Aye. and the, like the timeline yet you know sometimes it's really hard to to remember like all right well i was this age when that happened or i was this age when that happened sometimes i get people mixed up as well like mm -hmm. I'll, I'll remember somebody who wasn't even who wasn't even in my life at that time being there mm -hmm. and you know it's it's confusing it's right, confusing okay. man but I so see see when you're when it, when you went to the doctors obviously uh your work's kind of referred you in a sense and they've kind of made you see you need to go and get extra help Aye. What's going through your head? If what's going through your head, as in, right, what, what did he mean? Are you starting to get paranoid about it? Or are you starting to think what's? I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I didn't. I mean, like, I, I don't get it. Aye, it didn't make. Just couldn't. Just couldn't contemplate it. No, it didn't make sense because I was there doing the job. It wasn't as if I was coming in bogging and, you know. Right. Like, so maybe they have seen something though, and obviously you that you're not been aware of, and. I well, that's. That's kind of part of my issue, Aye. you know. Sometimes our money is, our money is aware as I'd like to be, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But there, there's other times where I'm too aware, you know, where I pick up on everything, and it's it's strange. My brain works 
my brain works weird sometimes. Aye, aye. No, so of course. Of course. Uh, so wait, see, see, like we're going to talk about your music in a, wee, in a wee bit, right? But see, your music, were you? Because right, so you're 28 just now, aren't you? Aye. So this is 10 years ago, right? When you've been going on the antidepressants, you're just trying to work this stuff out in your head. When did you start doing music? When did you start rapping and, and was, using that as a? I was about 15, maybe. Right, right. kicked out of school. Yeah, I, I used to dog it all the time. And basically, my the school that I moved to was Holyrood, and they were like, "Well, you don't know enough for the coursework to even sit your exams, mm -hmm. so there's no point in just keeping you on." And they kicked me out, and I ended up on a course with a guy called Murdo McKinnon, uh, who worked with a group called Sidekick, right? That was like a sports a sports coaching kind of thing. Right, okay. And uh, i done that. It was at the back of, I think it was either Mary Hill or Milton. I know that's two very different schemes, right? But it was one of the two, I'm pretty sure it was Milton. Oh. Where they built the, they built the, the new sports centre up near the primary school. So we were in there doing that, uh, doing our first level SFA coaching badge. Uh, doing, I think it was Asdan they called it. She's like kind of first day day stuff. All right, okay. No, wait, as Dan, no, that was that was the Govan Hill campus. I done that. Right, okay. We done a St Andrews ambulance first aid. I'm not sure if that was in the thing maybe sidekick or it was way uh, the Govan Hill campus uh, alongside up near Govan Hill Park. Aye, but uh, I'd, they kicked me out. I went and done some courses and then um, I got to a place called Swamp, which is the Southwest Arts and Music Project. All right, that, okay. was, that was ran at a Pollock by a guy called uh, Andy Polini. And it kind of took me aside one day and he was like, have you ever thought about rap? Right, okay. So uh, this is in Swamp? Aye. Is it still going, still open? Uh, aye, they've moved down to Silverburn, I think. I've not been oh, to, to see them in, in a long time, but I was... I was actually saying to Demi a while ago about maybe going to see them one and just show them that, that things kind of got a wee bit better. Ah, uh, of course. In a sense, because Andy was a, he was a really nice guy. He gave my dad some tips on stuff, like to get me if I wanted to record in the house. Right. And because of that, I got on in my HNC for sound production at Reed Care College that I kind of, I kind of, I screwed that up for myself uh, towards the end when I never finished my graded unit. But I mean, it got, the the stuff that I was able to record in the house for the equipment that was recommended by Andy mm -hmm. was the stuff that got me on the course. Because yep. I didn't have any qualifications. I didn't have like my standard grades or hires or any of that. Aye. You know, they, they went solely based on the fact that I was because, already recording aye, in right. the house. Because you'd been kicked out and you were having to. I, oh, these. I had to go and I had to do something I couldn't no of course I, I couldn't I couldn't just sit in a house all the time but it wouldn't have worked so. aye aye so this is very much part of your of your uh, DNA in a way and it's very much part of who you are going up now aye uh, so in, in, in a sense I don't know man at that age it's, like, it's, it's hard to it's hard to fathom but it's kind of it's kind of saved you in a, in a, in a bit 
I will. Yeah. From from where you could have been, I will. To be honest, right? I I, I was a hermit for years, and when when I was when I started doing music, I was writing really personal stuff and and really really dark stuff. I had a really a really grim outlook on life, Aye. and you know I was right I was writing stuff about hurting myself and you know growing up and and a scheme like you know people look at you like you're a you're a kind of second class citizen if you're no you don't blend well with a working class mm -hmm. and people assume that you know you're a bit uh oh, well you're either lazy or you just you're one of them you're a leech to society and so you're, you're having all these challenges that are getting thrown your way now uh, part of your story is that you you went to Levendale, didn't you? Aye, uh, twice. So, so what age were you when, you, when Levendale happened? And what, what was the challenges uh, leading up to that? Well, the first time the first time I was in Levendale, I think I was 19. Uh, no, so, sorry, no, don't insult you. So just to kind of get a, a grip, because me and you have been speaking up until this, right, now, but you've had uh, multiple suicide attempts as aye. well, haven't you? You've... You've had time when you... So I take it this was before Levendale? Aye. Obviously, and that's why it's got you to Levendale. I, I get that right. Aye, well, the first... the first, I mean, the, the last time that I'd tried to think with myself, I ended up septic. Right. Uh, I'd, I'd give myself blood poisoning because I took paracetamol. Uh, I'd actually been looking at stuff online and found a really, really, really dark part of the internet where... There was a forum where people were discussing the honourable way to yeah, yourself, to, you know, to, like, to do this aye, yep. And yep. Uh, you know, when I read it, I was for some reason it kind of pulled me in, and I was like, well, you know, I I can I can go and I can apologise to people that I've done wrong to, and I'm, I'm going to do this. So did you start to hit, structure this in your head? I went and apologised to a boy that I bullied in primary school. Right. I went to his grand's house and I apologised to him. I told right. him that I was sorry and he was like, well, how about... Well, He's like, it's years ago, what are you talking about? Can I, why, why, why now? Why are you thinking of that? And yeah. I just want you to know that I'm sorry. You know? But in your head, this is you thinking about suicide? Ah, this is me trying to, try to right wrongs that I shouldn't have done. The boy got out at my, at my birthday party and I held a grudge about it because I was a petty wee guy. And, right. And I took a lot of my own personal hangmies out on him and I shouldn't have. So I went to apologise so that, you know, it wasn't one of the questions that were left unanswered. I always say sorry about it or in, ca in case it was still in his head. Aye, of course. You know, because bullying can do that to somebody. Aye. You know, when, you, when somebody is targeted. Aye. It can, it can completely, you know, it can, you can be left there for years without any closure. So I, I felt, I felt responsible that I had to, I had to apologise for it because I was wrong. And I've got in the notes here, uh, what kind of, what kind of mental health support did you receive? Because uh, from, from your earliest kind of thought, I mean, was, was a psychologist or anything like that brought in to, to help you with anything? I had uh, I had a befriender when I was when I was wee. Uh, I also had a social worker and I was uh, 
I was seeing a child psychologist in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the ones where you get a wee note, you just show it to the teacher, you know, and they don't they don't announce anything, you know, so that because the way people are when you're younger, you know, everybody likes to oh, oh, something wrong with you. Aye, of course. You know what I mean? Aye. Uh, but I'd seen them, and then once I left school. I didn't, I didn't see any kind of doctors or anything like that until I was 18. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was after, pretty sure that was after, no, was it? It might have been after the first time I tried to kill myself. Right. Uh, that was, uh, that was one of the me's, And then I ended up at Levendale for a seven-day observation period for them to observe me see yep. how yep. i functioned if i was i assume it's the you know is he washing is he brushing his teeth is he is he eating you know so and give for a tick list of stuff that i to check and see if i'm doing the stuff i was meant to be doing and yep. i wasn't i mean I, I spent i spent the best part of my life right up until what this year that i uh, i was about seven seven and a half stone when I was admitted to Levendale the second time, mm-hmm. I was only fifty-four kilograms. Like and like that's Aye. no and like I was <laughs> I wasn't making the connection that I wasn't eating. So I was losing weight. I felt I thought and I was convinced that people were poisoning me. Right. People were poisoning my food and my family and all that were mm-hmm. plotting on me and you no, know, it just when when I went to deal when I went to see the doctors, it opened up a can of worms for me that I didn't expect, mm-hmm. you know, because my, my 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 mentality was I'm I'm not the one that's Aye, you know this messed up. Uh, it's everybody else. Yep. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? I know. And uh, you know, it's 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 weird because it's a very common thing for people who are not Aye. well to believe that they're the one that's all right Aye. and everybody i'm fine everybody else is the one with a problem Aye. i mean i'm no and it took me a long time it took me until i met my partner demi to actually be like no nah, hold on a minute i'm you know something's no something's no working the way it's meant to because if it was working the way it was meant to i wouldn't experience mm-hmm. some of the things that i experience yep you know and I, it's so it's mad. So that's you've been through. <clears throat> you've been pr- through quite a lot of relationships uh, up until you you met Demi. <laughs> uh, you've met Demi. Is it f- five years ago? Five years ago. Five years ago. Almost almost six years. Is that about right. Uh-huh. Uh, but before all that, you let's talk about your relationships with with, with other people before before Demi. Now I call. I've said to you when I met you today and you've explained to me the stuff that Demi's done for you, I call Demi your kind of saviour and you'll definitely agree with me on that. Aye, but 100%. your relationships with other people, was it completely fr- fraud or flawed in a, a sense? Was it just, were the people winding you up and all that? I mean... That's a daft thing to say, were people winding you up? I suppose what I'm saying is, were people not aware of how to, to work with you? Well, no, people, people were aware that there was something wrong with me. They just wanted to... They wanted to use it, mm-hmm. you know. Like I used to, I used to smoke green quite heavily, mm-hmm. 
and you know whenever i started noticing that something wasn't adding up people would be like oh you're smoking too much green right like, like, you're getting para right so i chucked the green no so when did you chuck the green once so a few months now a good few months now because uh, you're now starting to become the hold on visit the green well i mean my my my, my first thought about it was well if i chuck the green and people are like oh you need to stay away for the green like that i'm not smoking green mate right so I'm not being paranoid here. Right, okay. You know, I don't, I don't like saying that. I know that I'm, I do get quite paranoid, right? I'm very hyper, hyper vigilant, yep. right? Yep. I, I get that way a lot, but I, I hate, I hate having to say that I'm paranoid because the definition of paranoia isn't it that you think people are out to get you. People are out to get you. Right. you no, know, people want to hurt you or people have, people have got, <sighs> It opens up a can of worms. Yes. You know, people have peeped that. That motor's passed me three times. I've memorised the licence plate. That's, that's four times he's drove up and down this street. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, why is that motor parked near there when it was parked here there yesterday? Mm -hmm. Why is it moving about? Aye. No, it, I get I get very thing. I used to say to Demi all the time, like, can you hear them talking about me? We'd be walking about in a shopping centre or just walking about. And I'm like, I can hear people talking about me. Aye. Like, can you hear them? And Demi's like, no, 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 there's nobody talking about you. So and I. when we first got together, she was she she used to just kinda kinda brush it off. And then I'd say to her, you know, like, well, you know what, I will I'll take you to an appointment with me. I'll take you in Aye. to see the doctor with me. And and you know, they will ask me if, you know, is it okay if we if we discuss? Mm -hmm things in front of them you know Demi, of course because they, they need your consent to yep, do that that's right it's the same way that you're not allowed to give a doctor's name mm -hmm. like you give a doctor's name and you're breaking the confidentiality agreement yep. that both of you are in mm -hmm. you know so i brought demi in and demi's heard it from my doctors that you know <laughs> some things in my life were complicated i but I mean, I, I don't say that I had a, I don't say that I had a bad life, right? Because I didn't. My mum made sure that I was, I had clean clothes, I was fed. You know what I mean? Like you can't grovel at that, no, you know, of because no, 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 everybody has that. You know, and some people, some people take things like that for granted. They take their family for granted. The fact that they can breathe for themselves, they can yeah. walk themselves. You know what I mean? You can see color. Like ah. everything, everything is a blessing. No. Yeah. It's where the whole, it's where my attitude towards life came from, you know, mm -hmm. because I get it. You know, you see people every day struggling with everything. You see people being ridiculed for their hygiene, after people who are meant to be advocates for mental health, or yes. people that are like, oh no, but I understand struggle. Like, no, you don't, mate. Like if you're going to sit there and be like, oh, they're bogging, oh, you can smell them for a mile away. Like, that's what depression, that's what yes. depression smells like, mate. Yeah, aye. I mean? Aye, so there's people comment on that and you're kind of, aye. You're aware of it and well, you're starting to point to it. I don't, I, I don't look after myself all the time. The day, the day I went, I went for a shower and I had a shave, right? And that's probably the first time in about a week, nearly two weeks, maybe. No, not that long. No, it feels like that for you, but I, I, I don't, I don't look after myself the way I'm meant to. I, I, it is what it is, you know. People, people like to talk about 
mental health and, and, and everybody goes on about mental health, right? But there's a difference between mental health and mental illness, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? Nice. Because with mental health, mental health is something that happens there, of course, say, say six months, mm -hmm. right? And everybody experiences bad mental health at one yeah. point or another, yeah. whether it be through grieving, whether it be through withdrawing for everybody, no talking to people. Aye. And then you've got the people who are mentally ill, you yep. know, the ones who need to be medicated, whether, whether you like to, whether it's big pharma, right? Yeah, yeah that that kind of stuff isn't isn't the mentality of you tell that to somebody who's already paranoid and Aye. you you could you could send them down a rabbit hole that Aye. could that could end really badly for them Aye. you know so people that judge you on your hygiene people that judge you on the clothes that you wear they people can't be advocates for mental health so so that's that's what i'm saying so what we'll do is We've got to take a wee break first of all, right? We've got to take a wee five minute break and get used to talk and all that. But first of all, before we hit any breaks, right? Five star, if you get anything to say on what you've, because obviously me and you're coming in and we're doing some stuff together. What's your kind of thoughts on this? I can, I, I can relate to quite, quite a bit of it. Like, obviously, he's still smoking the green, still day. Like, uh -huh. And I understand where a lot of people saying that it's probably bad for you like i can get that myself but everybody i i i believe that everybody reacts to things in their own way and me smoking isn't 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 gonna me, me stopping smoking isn't gonna solve anything no. like, it's not gonna solve any of the problems that are no. currently going on so if anybody's got a problem with it they can they know where to go and I, no, no, no. I, 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 I don't mind dropping people Aye. 100% don't mind dropping people but it's the people that stick around are the ones that I care about and any, of any of my pals will tell you that when it comes to our birthdays and that I'm first one I need to buy them, buy them something uh, you are there to kind of support them and get, get in. I give them your, your I, time I, I, and I, I give you all the best advice but you know I mean we're, we're all we've all got stuff to, our, stuff to ourselves you, 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 you feel that like you you're you're going through a lot of stuff, but you probably give the best advice. Not I mean, especially on TikTok on your lives and stuff. You also no, help quite a lot of people out. And that's yeah. one thing. Me and you can I spoke. We we were speaking as well about about oddball and, and the the positive side of what it does where where you're rapping and and we will get to that. So, but first of all, we're just going to stop for a wee break. Uh, get us back in the next half. Yes, welcome back to the second half. First of all, before we kick off with the second half, I need to say thanks to a few of my sponsors who have come in and asked to, to sponsor the show. So I'll spare that again, to sponsor the podcast. Uh, Beyond Entertainment, the wedding guy, again, he's uh, putting money towards these uh, episodes. Also, Kathy Torino and Bishop Briggs, is a Kathy and Bishop Briggs, she said that they, them, the girls there are going to support us as well. So thank you so much to Kathy Torino and Beyond Entertainments. And uh, before we get to the, well, we're now getting to the second half. We're back to, back to you, uh, Oddball. Right, let's talk about your relationship. Uh, you know, you can you can top, tap onto your relationships in the past that have affected you and the ones that have kind of been been bad for you, if you like. But let's talk about your support of your safe, uh, safe relationship uh, from uh, your safe safe place with Demi. Is there anything you want to say about that? Well, to be honest, I, I cope the way that I cope now because of Demi. Uh, when I met Demi, I had no long 
11 deal uh, and you know I'd kind of I kind of spoke to her a wee bit about you know why I was in there and you know I, I think she took a lot of it with a pinch of salt until she met like my mum and like my my family Aye. that I live with and uh, they the first night that Demi actually stayed here at my ma's with me uh, I woke up to find out that Demi had been sitting with my ma and my wee sister having a talk about me uh, to I think that they were kind of letting her in on a few things about the way I can be and the way I get when when I'm I'm not as well because uh, obviously some of the stuff I'd said to Demi about about when I did get quite bad she, she kind of looked at me as if nah that that, that's that's Disney there's nothing about you that gives me that vibe uh -huh. but you know the whole the, the the whole point in my illness is I can be very unpredictable mm -hmm. like if I get a if I get the wrong kind of feeling it can it can manifest horribly you know like if I get worried it's not just worry I start nah man like, they keep putting their horns in their pockets like no I get, I get really, really bad when I'm with Demi. If I start feeling like people are talking about me or anything like that, or I say, hey, can we go? And we leave wherever we are. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if I'm about to perform. Doesn't matter if it's something that I've I've committed to. Like if I get that, no, I need, I need out of here, then... So you're you picking up on body language a lot and then and turn it into something that... I mean... <laughs> Sometimes it can be body language. Sometimes it could just be the way people are looking at me. If I if I notice that there's too many people looking at me at the one time, it's like nah, what, what, what is going on here? Aye, aye. You know, and she she brought me out of the dark. She brought me out of being being too too afraid to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, was she doing this with the support of your family, obviously as well? Uh, I mean, well, to be honest, Demi's Demi's been my biggest my biggest support. At one point, my family couldn't even deal with right. with, with the way I was Aye. because you know it got to the stage where <laughs> it got to the stage where I was walking about with stuff in my horns that I shouldn't have had in my horns, and I I was thinking in my head that my family won't mind because they're my family and they know that I wouldn't hurt them, mm -hmm. but. You know, if somebody's walking about with sharp implements, right, just good. say that, right? Mm -hmm. That they are going to feel a wee bit uneasy, mm -hmm. you know? And I'd say to them, maybe one night, I was like, you know, I don't know why any of them would have been afraid of me walking about like that because I would never hurt them. And Demi, Demi said to me, she was like, but do you not see, do you not see the problem with that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, I don't. Like... <laughs> So like, you were, is this, is this, you're sleeping with, is it knives or blades or what? Aye, knives and, well, I was walking about my mum's house with a knife and a saw in my hand. I had a hammer tucked into my soak. I had a totty peeler in my pocket. You know, like, I was walking about with all sorts of... Just, right. I was convinced people were coming to kill me. I could hear motors pulling up outside. I could hear the closed door opening and shutting. You know, I could hear my family members all telling me different ways that they were going to do me in. Aye. Like, 
no, it's, I cracked my whole my whole reality split in two, and mm-hmm. it got to the stage where I was walking up and doing my mass hall where I saw an knife in my hand, and you know I was convinced that they would me have been uneasy. I thought that they'd have been all right. And as I was saying to you when we were walking up the street, I fell asleep cuddling. I saw with the teeth pointing towards my face. Wow! Like so, the handles down here, the blade bits there, the teeth are pointing there, and I'm sitting there like that holding the saw as I fall asleep. No, like... Wow, man. The, the, the hang about... The hang about what's wrong with me is I don't... I wasn't thinking. I wasn't... You know, I was reacting. I was reacting to what the thought was. You know, mm. I could I could hear things going on that weren't happening. No. You know, so... <laughs> fixing my medication was a big thing, me. Demi, Demi being the supportive person that she is, Demi needs to monitor me taking mm. my tablets yep. because I, I have had, I, I have had attempts on my life with Wally and pills, right? And Demi monitors me taking my antidepressant, my antipsychotic, and you know, at one point I was getting them a week at a time. My doctors had asked me if I've had I felt, had I felt merry ease if I got them at a week, a week at a time that way i had to go to the house i, I didn't i couldn't just sit but eventually i eventually demi was going up to get my tablets and i was just like i, I wasn't going anywhere i mean it, it the last i don't know four or five months we've not really we've not really went anywhere at all because i don't i don't i don't trust i don't trust the outside world anymore mm-hmm. i don't i don't feel like most of the people who would claim they were my friend mm-hmm. have already done me dirty right you know the ones that have me they know how i feel about them and and i make sure that i let people that they care about know that i care about them uh, I, I can go months without saying a word to anybody but it doesn't mean that they're no in my thoughts of course you know because i find it very emotionally draining when i'm when i'm constantly involved in conversations because i don't i don't just talk about oh what, what you're doing at the weekend mm-hmm. you know I, li- I like to really get to know somebody i like yep. i like for them to be able to open up and talk about stuff i've had people open up about stuff that's happened to them that they, they would swear they've never told anybody you know and it's mind-blowing because the person i'm a i wouldn't i wouldn't expect anybody to to be like that with me i don't i don't know why people feel comfortable mm-hmm. talking to me because sometimes sometimes i can come across as really nasty mm-hmm. right and i won't blame what's wrong with me for that because i need to still be accountable for mm-hmm. the fact that i, I react the way i do sometimes mm-hmm. You know, and it's no a it's no a card that people can play. Like if if you're the kind of person who dissociates for reality, you know, and you and you drift off and you're lost in your head, I get it. You know, because for some people in their heads are hell a lot safer than yep. than outside. Aye. You know, rather than rather than looking for ways of 
masking what's wrong with me i was able to be open with my partner Aye. you know so she was so she's always been there as, as a massive support and, and and a guidance as well and I, I don't go anywhere with it you, me. so I, that's one of that's one of the questions so you, I mean, you spoke about this. You really can't go anywhere without without Demi. No, if, I, and if you do, what, what happens if you did? I can hear people talking about me, and there's the chance that I might react. Right, and it so you're obviously discussing this with uh, a psychologist and a psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, <laughs> but you, I think you had a psych, was it a psychologist? You had then you went back to a psychiatrist, and then you went back to a psychologist. I had a psychiatrist, and then I went to a psychologist for three years. To, for them to then refer me back to psychiatry right. because it's the people say that they're similar there in right. certain ways of course but a psychiatrist is a person who deals with your medication a psychiatrist is a person who will give you a diagnosis mm -hmm. you know because they have went and studied mm -hmm. for the years that they're meant to uh, of course you know because we we psychology psychology is meant to deal with like th issues that can be resolved through talking therapies or you know something like cbt which CBT, is cognitive DBT, behavioral therapy yep. and then dbt is yep. dialectical behavioral therapy no the dialectical behavioral therapy didn't really work for me because my, my cpn tried that with me and she was like, well... And that's a DBT, didn't it work with you? Aye. Right. You know, about the, about the two sides of your mind, I think it's the rational and the logical, and yep. then when the two of them come together, it creates the wise mind. Yep. Uh, and I, I don't really grasp that, right? Because when 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 I flip, or when it switches Aye. for me, there is no rational. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't, I can't rationalise. I can't... I can't take a step back and think. I, it just, it's too much. Aye. You know, my brain just, my brain's like, nah, that, that, this is the way I need to react. This is the way it has to be. And I, I, I've lost, I might have lost some good friends with it sometimes, but, you know, don't, don't tell me that you can deal with the type of person that I'm a. And then when, when, when it really kicks in, you're like, well, that's that's too much for me. So you know? here's, here's a thing for you today then, because obviously, and let's ask you, five star, you you've when did you connect with we oddball? When was the first time you seen him? Because me and you were speaking about this before. I, I'm not sure if we've met before in Edinburgh at Rat Battles. I'm pretty sure because I my one of my friends is Marker. The Marker. Aye. And that, is that not, is that do you know Ma, do you know Macker? I know Macker. I remember, didn't you? I I we done. A... I was I was supposed to go up that day, but I was I was at painting the night before, and I was. I see so you were too too busy aye. Aye. doing aye. that. Max Cipher. Aye. aye, he's he's one of my good friends. Been my pal for. But he's one. He's one of good ones. Now, aye, but ten years now. Yeah. Wow, and probably a bit longer than that. Actually, I would have been about sixteen. So. Like fourteen years, been past him. That's mad. So, so you would have known. So you would have known Oddball. So the reason I know you is because of your your positive positive message of the day. Can you give us one? The nerd. Can you do any positive message? Did you have one the day at all, or yeah. when was the last time you done one? That's how I know you. It's been it's a, through TikTok and doing your positive message of the day. See, I, I think that's mad, right? It's been a long, been a long. It's been a while for. If I had done a positive message for the day, the last one I done was I'm pretty sure it was about being a parent 
how being a parent is, you know, that must be one of the greatest, greatest experiences of your life. Aye. You know, because it's not that not only are you bringing a life into the world, but, you know, you, you have the responsibility of being like, this is what's right and this is what's wrong. Aye. You know, and if they grow right, you know, you get to watch that person become a, <laughs> somebody who can, who can change the world if they want to. You know, the right, it, people with the right guidance can have an impact on a giant scale. And, I mean, the positive message for the day thing was, you know, it all started for, I'd done a video on Snapchat where I was like, Domino's is on route, and I nutted the camera. And I was like, that's, I watched it back a few times. I was like, that's quite funny. You can actually hear the noise. The mind makes smacking after <laughs> the phone. the camera. And I was like, you know what? Th things were kind of iffy. We, we stuff going on with Demi's family and stuff going on with my family. And I was like, no. I started getting up every day. And I was like, you know, positive message for the day, troops. And I'd done that. I'd done that for, what, maybe two years before I was on TikTok. And I was, I was posting every day on Instagram, on Facebook, Snapchat. I mean, every day uh, I was going through my whole list and sending it to about maybe two, 300 people every day, you know, and then eventually it got less and less consistent. You know, things started happening. People that we trusted turned out, you know. So like negative, negative situations start happening and you're kind of you put put you back. You can't put a positive person is surrounded with negative people and expect them to stay positive. Mm -hmm. It just they drain the energy. Yep. You know, if if you genuinely positive people don't need to tell you that they're positive. They give you the reasons why they're positive. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same as people who really care about charity. One, they don't take money for it, right? Because it's charity. Mm -hmm. If the, the feeling that you get for doing a good deed is enough. Right. You don't need to post it on your socials. You don't need to you know what I mean? That's a that's a oh glorify glorify me for all this uh, charity work I do. You know, yeah, I I can't go any of that. You know, as soon as I see that kind of vibe for somebody, I'm nah. You know, right, mate? You you, you keep that out there with with the people that you like to mix with, and I'll stay here with this circle that I've got. That's I could count on one horn, maybe two, maybe two horns. The amount of people that I genuinely can vibe with like uh. that. You know, and I mean, look, I think it's mad that you know me because of the positive message. That's how I know you, mate, aye. No, because... But I kept seeing it. I kept seeing it and I'm like that. And even after the first one, I just, I smiled. It just made me smile because it was just because of the way that you done it. I wish I could remember the first one, actually, but it was just, I, I just made me smile. I was like that. What's this guy all about? At first, I was like, "Who the fuck's this guy?" And that, I, I was genuinely like, "What the fuck's this guy all about?" And then I was like, "And then I, I did, there was no no negative for me because for me, I was going through a, a transformation in myself as in I'm trying to be positive every kind of day, and I was doing like, live videos and I was doing all that positivity. I wasn't doing like, a positive message in a day. It was like right trips. It was like you were more in your face as in whoa. When I, when I started that, I, I was looking at cameras. Whoa, but it was good. I don't know, but did you know the positive message of the day? Did you like that stuff as well? The what? The positive message of the day? Aye. I don't know about the positive message. Did you not? So you, that's what I'm saying. So did you not even know he was doing that? Oh, 
on on TikTok. I, I remember him doing I, the doing the money's lives and that. I thought he meant you. I was... No, no, I know that. No, I, I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't get copyright for that. He'd obviously do me for that. But oh, uh, no, I just mean I, that's how I that's how I remembered you. But it was a uh, uh, you though. First of all, uh, uh, let's let's do, let's give you. Some minutes because we've not got, I've not enough time to interview t- you today, but we're going to get you back in. See, we- before we start, would you say that your your bad experiences throughout your life have helped with your music? Because I, I I have my my friend uh, my pal was Josh painting media. He was the one that done Sherlock's videos, Sherlock's videos for him, uh, Snow and all that, like a, f- a few years ago. So it's like. I I was constantly writing stuff when I was them because I was going through stuff back then as I'm 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 just feel like I'm constantly going through shit. But that's good like question. That, that's, that's a good that's question. Life, it? But that's a good question because all your graffiti. So we say a question I, for I, your graffiti. I, I express myself through my graffiti quite a lot. Like I need to try it sometime. You know what I mean. Aye. Yeah. Well, here's another thing that we was going to ask. Would you like to do a graffiti kind of day out? With obviously with the people for Green Sunrise, and you could maybe would you teach graffiti? I know it's a, a part of you. You might teach I've, a legal I've, graffiti, but I've got I've I've got people that. Would. So you doing that now? No, I'm saying I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it, but I've got I've got a good set. Of, I people who can pe- teach it. I've got a good set of pals around me that would just. Like, so let's 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 kind of make it an event. We obviously we hit your man but rapping. I, but do you think the the, the music like sorts you when you're feeling down? Oh, when. But when I when I feel like but when I feel like things are not gone right or I feel like things are against me, I so why it's why I freestyle, no? Cause rather than rather than being like we we are writer, they're very they're very meticulous with their words. You know, they're ve- they, the the words that they choose are very specific. They've got a structure and a way that they want to go with it. I do the freestyling because the I, I get I get intrusive thoughts, right? So like it helps me, helps me keep the kind of thoughts up. So when they come in my head, I say them and they're gone. That's it. I don't sit there and like, oh no, but but this is going to happen or, oh no. I mean, I, I walk down the stairs in front of Demi. I turn around and I see her walk down the stairs and then I get mad images of her falling down the stairs and blood, right? It's not an... It's not nice at all. No, 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 man. It's... I mean, I, I get they kind of hang me with people walking across the road and if there's traffic close to them. And uh, like a million scenarios go through your head. Aye, uh, you know, so the to, to answer the question, aye, man, the music, the music helps, helps balance out my mind when it's, I say helps balance it, right, but it, it goes up and then down and then up and then down. My mood builds and then crashes constantly. So... I it, it helps it helps to keep me keep me focused on something that isn't negative because when I'm doing it it's more creative it's it's expressive you know and if somebody if somebody hears me talk about a situation or an experience and they're like oh I've shared something similar no like so they don't feel as secluded and withdrawn for everybody then right. it's it's important to it's important to let to let people know that they're not alone. So I, the music, the music helps, man. It's before I met Demi, it was probably one of the only things that kept me alive. Oh. For wow, me. man. See, I, I like I don't like like I, I'm not just doing this to go out and vandalize people's property. No, no, David, mate, I, I love your artwork. I think it's amazing. It's just all part of 
keeping me sane. You've obviously I've I've bought stuff off you. I've actually got stuff mm. I owe you I owe you money for. <laughs> uh, but I've bought some of your artwork. I like it. I love it. I love it. Keep keep doing what you're doing. You're doing. And I think uh, no, thank I, you for coming. I, 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 I was just I, I was just in a a bit of a, a pickle like we'll call it like I've kind of been working towards getting a gallery going right. for myself. I don't. I, I'll need to check up on it and see how it's actually going, but. Right. I've just had like I'm just kind of battering on the now. I've, like, my my relationship ended, and then obviously I said to you that my my dog passed away. Uh, and that, like, oh, again, mate, I'm so sorry to hear about that's that. What it's a couple it's, of days ago, that's that. what it is. Like, uh, I've had my I've just kind of fell back in with Radha now. Like, uh, just we're, we're talking again. Oh, because you and Rad, did you Radha have a wee fault? I didn't. Uh, it was due to my relationship as well. Aye. Uh, just kind of been told what I can't and can't do and who I can be pals with and that so now that I'm myself I, I'm things are actually going like uh, I wouldn't say I'm sad about the relationship and I'm definitely sad about Doug sad about your dog uh, I just got his ashes today for, oh mate so I'm, I'm I'm happy I'm happy I'm got, I've gotten back in that but kind of I was looking forward to having them back and having them here with me you know what I mean and just aye but my, my pals dragged me away to Manchester right. all the day there and that was that took my mind off things so I've kind of right okay because it, it happened two days ago didn't it and so Christ, that, like, it's still a bit fresh of course it is man I'm just worse wor well I wouldn't say worse things have happened but I've definitely felt worse Aye. about certain things so it's Aye. and you've done you done us a massive favour coming in obviously Aye. to meet a few, I, I've, I've had a few people already just say, oh, you go get another dog, and I'm like, no. Nah. Doesn't work <laughs> no, like that. It doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that. Oh, just life on it. Aye, mate. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, man. Life's not easy. So, like, I, my, my best advice I give everybody is, like, you need to climb a few mountains, but the more mountains you climb, the sunnier it gets. So, I need to just start taking my own advice. Excellent, man. That's, Thank you so much. Uh, that's what we don't do. We don't take our own advice. We give the best advice, that, but we don't ever tell ourselves. It's harder, to, it. harder, <laughs> harder so, to take your own advice. So let's let's finish off. Two minutes, a couple of minutes left. Let's finish off with, uh, first of all, thank you to you, uh, Five Star. And uh, Oddball, thanks again for coming in, man. Can you help us, though? Could you finish us off with a, a positive message today? <sighs> or a quote? A quote that you like, because one of the quotes that, that you used for me was the smiling faces. What? Sm sm simple smiles save strangers. Listen, don't that. Listen, don't that, mate. Thank you so much for coming on, mate. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me and thank you for for coming and actually meeting us as well, man. Cheers. Thanks. For real. Thanks to you, mate. And thank you to Demi for, again, coming in and being, being our saviour and, and getting getting odd, oddball here safely because that's exactly what you've done so thank you so much for that get back to your music <laughs> go back to your music so what we'll do is we're going to we're going to share uh, share some of his share my five five star stuff that might come up on the screen just now uh, and we'll also give you all the details to how to find it and I've asked that how, how do we find you it's on YouTube where else can we find you find me on YouTube find us on Spotify uh, you can find me on TikTok one of the only platforms I really use now and I've not really been on or active in a bit but I'm going to be back I just Aye. wait until I've got enough there that I can come back with some real music content 
Thank um, you, mate. Aye, thank you for having us, man. No, bright, mate. Thank you, and please, if you're struggling with anything, anything, uh, these subjects have affected you in any way, please contact me in, uh, on my link tree, if you might call that. But even in the comments, please make a comment. And if you've not subscribed to the channel, please, please subscribe. It's the only way we can grow. And if you'd like to support the channel as well, you can find that on, on the, the description on the YouTube channel. And you'll find me on Spotify as well, as well as other, other platforms as well that gets shared out from Spotify for podcasters. Uh, again, thank you. Uh, guys and girls uh, for, for today's episode I hope you're having a good day and uh, God bless fact fact today's episode we're going to call it we're going to call it fuck it and stay blessed <laughs> thank you five star <laughs>